Welcome to Everyday Perspectives, and I'm your host, Erin Panzarella. How is everyone doing today? Happy November. Holy shnikes. Like, how is it November? I really can't even comprehend where time has gone. Um, This is episode 17, which is pretty amazing because when I first started, I didn't really know if I was going to be able to continue with it. Um, and this is just something that really gives me a lot of joy and it helps. I mean, it's therapeutic for me to speak about the things. And I also hope that it's helping you in some ways in your own life, because really the purpose of this podcast is just to let you know that if you're experiencing something hard or you're experiencing some confusion, you're not alone. We all go through that and we all feel alienated sometimes with the hard experiences that we're having. And I wanted to share, of course, some of my hard experiences because those are often where my perspective needs to be shifted the most because those are the ones that really can either bury me or help me drop weight and let me soar. But sometimes when you're going through them, it doesn't feel that way and they just feel super heavy, like super alienating and so difficult and you that sense of confusion where you have no idea where you're gonna go where your life is gonna go it's actually a really beautiful thing (laughs) it doesn't feel that way but it is and the podcast has helped me realize that I don't have to have it all figured out and some of the things that are going on I can't figure out but I can shift my perspective on a lot of the things that are going on that typically would drag me down and How I've done that over the years, because I used to really be stuck in so many toxic habits that have fallen away and they show up or some show up similarly in other ways, but they're way less extreme and they're not nearly as detrimental as what I used to experience on a daily life, on a daily basis. And I definitely know that the tools that I've gotten along the way have helped me grow past what I could have ever imagined. And even though like sometimes I get hard on myself that I'm not doing enough or I'm not being enough or whatever, I think that's part of the human experience. I know looking back of how far I've come and how I can help other people on their path and on their journey, realize that they have the power to completely transform their lives. And that really comes down to shifting their perspective on their own life and their own experience. And that's why this podcast exists. That's why I get so much joy out of recording it. And I really hope that you listening, there's something in this for you too, because I definitely know that I'm not alone in what I'm experiencing and you're not alone in what you're experiencing. So I'm actually recording right now in like a little sacred space that um, I concocted for myself. I realized that recording the podcast sitting down on my bed is not a healthy way to record. Um, It's not good for my posture. It's not, you know, I just wanted to create like a little space. And I live in an apartment in Queens. So we have very limited space here. It's not like there's an office or a separate room. So I'm recording in the bedroom as I always do. 
Um, but we had a little fold-up table, so I have that set up against the window overlooking the stores outside that are all boarded up right now. Um, I have my diffuser going. I have some crystals in my pockets. I have some seltzer on my table. My podcast microphone is on a book because it's too short. Um, and I'm just like staring at my little abundance tree and my little windowsill. That's nice. And it's like a nice little setup. And I feel, I feel like there's a lot of movement going on and it feels really right for me to be like doing it right. And it feels a little more established. Well, I'm on episode 17. So I think that we're establishing, you know, a little bit of a flow here. And I, (laughs) so it feels good. Um, Today's episode, I really wanted to get into something that's been a really big theme in my life lately, which is escape mechanisms. Um, What does that mean? Well, I have been using so many things in my life as an escape from my current situation, from my current reality. Um, I'm going to get into it a lot more detailed in this episode, but there was just daily habits or habits that I was accumulating that I realized aren't actually in alignment with my highest self. And they were basically helping me soothe myself from emotions that I needed to feel or from uncomfortabilities that I needed to feel. And, and after using these escapes for so long, I just kept pushing down some difficult things, difficult experiences, emotions, deeper, deeper, and deeper. And then when the escapes, when I didn't have the escapes, they all came rushing up to the surface. They have been drowning me at points because I realized that I have been running from things my entire life. And that's not wrong. I think that's natural because when something really hard is going on something feels really difficult you don't want to feel that you know that that hurts and sometimes like in my life I had really hard circumstances going on that I didn't I wasn't even equipped to deal with them so of course I ran from them because I didn't even know how to deal with them at all but as I get older and I unpack a lot of my experiences I realize that I still escape things that I now am meant to face head on I've been feeling a lot of anxiety recently, which I've spoken about a lot on my podcast, and I've been experiencing a lot of these harder emotions coming up, and I'm like, yo, what's up? <laughs> like, why? And I'm getting, like, upset that I'm experiencing some of these hard emotions, and I'm like, wait a minute. Rewind. Maybe I'm supposed to feel these things right now. Maybe these uncomfortable emotions and these uncomfortable feelings have been waiting to be felt forever. And when I take away all the escape mechanisms that I've been using my entire life, of course, the things that I was escaping from are going to flood up to the surface. And also the world is like, what the frick is going on? There's so many difficult things happening on a grand scale, on a national scale, in the world, personally, Everything is changing and everyone, this is like tense energy. There's stuff going on cosmically. 
there's just so many things that are really, really just, I think, forcing us to go within and to finally look at the things that are not working instead of running from them, putting temporary bandies on top of them, escaping from them. You know, like I am tired of escaping what is meant to be felt. And that's a really big thing for me because I think that I've been escaping through something, which I'm going to get into, my entire life. I've always needed to escape into a relationship, into a substance, into food, into spending money. There was always some sort of escape that I was seeking and it's very very vast in my life like I think that I can relate to so many people in so many ways because I have escaped through essentially everything like everyone's like oh I have one vice and I'm like I have a million like I've always said I've had a very addictive personality and I don't think that's because well I don't know I'm adopted so I don't know if I was born with certain chemical imbalances I've never been tested for anything chemically with my brain But I think that through my life and through the experience that I've gone to, it completely makes sense that I've always been trying to escape something. Like, it's not even a question on why I am the way I am. I can look at my life and pinpoint a million different reasons on why I choose to escape. And that's not anything that I did wrong. Um, Most of our behavior patterns are rooted from ages zero to seven. And what that means is not that you're stuck in this behavior pattern if it's been established within that but between the years of zero and seven that's when you really develop your behavior patterns um your sense of self-worth is rooted in those ages the way that you navigate within the world really can be pinpointed within those years so me ages zero to seven okay so i'm adopted that's a huge thing (laughs) like I still unpack it from time to time and I think that it's can feel very alienating because I don't really know that many people who are adopted um so it's hard for me to discuss it and I really haven't unpacked it um too much with I haven't unpacked it I don't think at all with their professional but I'm going to get into that as well but um being adopted there's just an automatic abandonment from being adopted like, I wasn't good enough. My The person who brought me into this world did not want me. And that is not my truth. My I have a letter. I actually have more than a lot of people have. I have a letter from my birth mother saying, like, this is what she needed to do in order to take care of me the most. So her giving me up for adoption was actually the most, the biggest act of love. But... I don't know that, you know, I, (laughs) when you're ages zero, you can't understand that. You can't comprehend that. All you see is how it affected you. And it's like, okay, so the person who I was brought in, who brought me into this world did not want me. And then I am adopted into a loving family. And even though like my mom, my dad, both are human and they had their own things. I really never doubted that I was loved, even though there are certain things in my life or certain things in my upbringing that um, I did question my own worth based on like how I was responded to or reacted to. But I did 
I was chosen by a family to be brought in. And that's a big deal, you know. So, of course, I was wanted because my mother chose to bring me into my family. Um, But there's just a lot of stuff with that. And then my first dad passing away 11 days before my fifth birthday, just deeper rooted that abandonment fear that, oh, everyone I that's important in my life is going to leave. I even remember, well, it wasn't that long ago, but my mom had been really sick in the hospital and I thought she was going to die at one point when I was there. And like, that was just too, too big for me to, to deal with. I couldn't even deal. I remember going to the hospital. I was like chain smoking cigarettes, like constantly. I wasn't taking Adderall at this point. Cause I had, given up Adderall, but I was still smoking cigarettes and I was still, you know, stuck in a lot of (laughs) escape patterns, which have transformed over the years because I'm going to get into how I don't have a lot of the escape patterns I had, but I still have been using escape mechanisms for a lot of my life. And now I'm realizing like, oh, wow, I really run from so many feelings because I'm afraid to deal with them head on, or I just don't know how to, and trying to get back into my body and get back into dealing what's coming up instead of pushing it down. Because if you keep pushing it down, it's going to come up again and it's going to come up in a whole different energy because you didn't let it pass through you the first time. So then you start responding and reacting into the world with all these different triggers. So it's like really important to notice how you escape. So, but back then I was just like chain smoking cigarettes Really, 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 really not choosing a healthy lifestyle still when my mom was in the hospital. And I rem- the last time I smoked was when my mom was in the hospital because we found out she had cancer. And I, re- I remember just realizing, like, she didn't have lung cancer or anything, but I just realized, like, oh, wait, I'm literally manifesting this horror, like, something horrible if I continue to smoke. You know, like I'm choosing to escape today through something that's very unhealthy and then potentially causing severe problems or even death down the road. And I've realized that there can be healthy escapes. Yeah, but there's still escapes. But I use negative escapes a lot. And the negative escapes add a problem by number one, like I said, they push down what you have been experiencing and create just this festering where they're going to have to bubble up to the surface somehow. And then when you're experiencing something else like it, you're going to be triggered from that event and the new event. But also a lot of the escapes that we choose are negative habits that affect your health, which also affects your mental state, your ability to deal with things emotionally. You know, they're all interconnected where it's a mind, body, soul experience so when one is out of whack the other is out of whack so the escapes that I had been choosing for so long were causing way more harm than good and if I had just dealt with the thing that was coming up in the moment instead of running to these escapes then I could have healed a lot more quickly and I don't I think that my path is my path and you don't know what you don't know so I'm not going to beat myself up for using these escapes And even if I choose to use them today, when I recognize them, you know, I have to realize that I'm human and that happens, but I'm learning to not want to escape as much these days. 
And I think that's the biggest thing, you know, like realizing like, oh, I want to be present in my life. I don't want to escape whatever's coming in because there's a lot that can be learned. And there's a lot that can be healed in this moment by showing up and not escaping to something outside of me. Because that also shows that proves to your subconscious that you can't handle something without something else. And now I'm realizing that I, everything I have is within. Everything that I need is within. And of course, we are social beings. You know, we, we have to feel acceptance and we have to feel love. And that's just a part of being human. Everyone talks about outer validation being a really bad thing. And like, I know outer validation is important. But when you focus only on the outside instead of what's within and what you have and the power that you have in that moment, that teaches you subconsciously that you can't deal with yourself unless you have something else outside of you. And that has been the biggest journey with me is that I don't ever want to depend on something outside of me, especially when it's a negative habit or a negative substance or something that's really not serving me. And it's causing more problems as I use it as an escape. So then you're just, you know, double whammy causing so much to go on. So I wanted to share just a few examples for me and share a little personal experience. One of the escapes that I've been using more frequently lately that I realized that I'm going to cut it out of my life because it does not feel in alignment with me right now. And I'm not going to say it's a final decision, but for now, this is what feels right. And it's scary and I hate feeling uncomfortable, but I'm realizing, you know, you got to feel uncomfortable. Like feeling uncomfortable is necessary. And I've been looking for all these escapes to not feel uncomfortable, to comfort me in some way while I'm going through something uncomfortable. And you know what? It just causes more uncomfortability in the end. You know, so like you think that you're comforting yourself through some outside thing, but then it ends up causing even more pain or damage down the road. But it's like this instant gratification that you need instead of the long term. And now I'm realizing that like, yes, I want to live in this present moment, but I also want to be mindful of my future. And I want to be mindful of what's going on. And I want to go in the direction of my dreams. And I want to go in the direction that serves me the best. And in order to do that, I have to take action right now. So all I do have power in is in, is in this present moment. But I also have to think about my future because I have goals and dreams and visions for myself. And I'm not going to get there unless I take action today that's aligned with that. But I also need to figure out what action I need to take today in order to reach these goals. You know, so it's all connected. One of my bigger escapes is alcohol. And I don't think that I have a substance abuse problem with alcohol, but it hasn't been serving me. And I've decided to cut it out of my life for right now. And I think about it in a few different ways, but I had a really bad experience last Friday. So today is Sunday. So it's been nine days, I guess, since I had this really bad experience, but I was watching the movie Borat, the new one that came out, and I was drinking and don't think I ate enough that day. And I had probably one of the worst experiences that I've had in a really long time. I was having severe anxiety about my life in that moment while we're watching Borat. And Borat, I think, is like, it gets a kick out of making you uncomfortable. And I legitimately could not handle watching this movie. 
I was so anxious watching the movie. And then I just got into my head about all these thoughts about my job and my life and where am I going and just had a very negative thought pattern about my life, my future, my present, how I'm like screwing up, just a lot of things that are not my truth. They felt like my truth in that moment. They felt very real. I thought I was going to pass out. I was really, really, really unstable. I was shaking. I was nervous that John was going to have to deal with taking me to the hospital, to be honest, even though that really probably was unrealistic fear, but I was just so out of it, did not feel healthy. I felt very sick and I didn't like throw up or anything, but I just was feeling very not okay. I went to bed feeling not great, woke up the next day and I still had like this lingering anxiety feeling. I realized that I didn't want to drink anymore. I didn't want to do any substance anymore because of how badly I felt. And I spent a lot of Saturday taking time for me, doing a meditation, and I kept getting this message that really, it wasn't me. It was, you know, it was a spiritual message saying, it's time to be sober right now. I was scared. You know, I've grown up around sobriety my entire life, but it was never something that I saw on it for me. Like, it was never something I saw for my path because I thought that I wouldn't be fun or that I wouldn't be able to have a good time. And I've struggled with like social anxiety before and drinking took the edge off. It still does. And last week, I think I had a like a truly hard seltzer, not a lot, but like one almost every day because I was like stressed out about work. I would get off of work and it would be like, all right, time to have a beer. Cause it just helped me unload from the day. And I realized that that was like this crutch that I started to have, that I needed something to load off of the day instead of investigating what within my day was making me feel that way. You know, like what actions can I take in order to not feel like my whole day makes me ungrounded and that I'm like super stressed out. So I wasn't thinking of healthy ways in order to set myself up to feel good, I was thinking of how can I get the bad feelings away? And that's really not, in a, that's not how I want to interact. I know that when you keep focusing on the negative, so I'm focusing how do I take this away from me instead of how can I cultivate a healthy environment for me that doesn't feel so thrown off when I'm stressed out from work or when I'm stressed out from being in quarantine or when I'm stressed out from other things, you know, like there's other ways to go about it instead of cracking a window beer as soon as five o'clock hits. Um, I pulled a card after doing my meditation and getting this message to be sober. And it was very on point with how I was feeling. But the last thing is an action on how to bring yourself into alignment. And the action was sobriety. And in that moment, I knew that that is what I need to do for me. Like, I knew it was so strong. Like, I've gotten a lot of spiritual messages before, and they were ones that I really couldn't ignore. Um, And this was one that I was like, all right, I can't ignore this. And anything that I, you know, anytime I would choose to ignore them, I would pay for it. Something like, I don't want to say something bad would happen, but I would continue my suffering for way longer had I just listen to the message at first and follow through with it. And I really felt this was like a moment of, this is a 
moment of testing for me of am I willing to let go of what makes me comfortable and jump into a new way of navigating, a new way of being and seeing what unfolds from there? Or am I going to revert back into self-sabotaging habits? Am I going to continue using these escapes just to make me feel comfortable because I'm used to it? And I'm realizing that all I want to do is be in alignment with my highest self and take actions in that direction. And I know that being human, that's not always possible. And we're always going to have something, you know, going on that feels hard and that, you know, is hard to get through. And sometimes I'm not going to do anything perfectly. But I think that this is a choice that I have. Like, I know that it is a choice. There's a lot of things that go on that really don't feel like a choice. And I can recognize that. Like, something really hard happening that seems outside of your control. Like, you couldn't have chose that at points, but this is something I do have a choice in. I can choose to not drink or use any substance. I can choose that. It's a choice I have to make every day, but this message was just so loud and clear that I really think I need to follow. Like, I, I don't really think. I know I have to follow through with it and see where it leads me to. So I'm dealing with a lot of uncomfortable feelings coming up. Like my boyfriend, he brews beer and beer is like a really big part of his life. So I was like, oh, he's not going to think I'm fun anymore because I don't drink. If our relationship is based on my drinking habits, that's not a relationship that's set a good foundation. And it's not. That's not how our relationship is. And I think that I've viewed a lot of things in my life as like deal breakers for someone else. Like I, if I don't do it this way, then that's a deal breaker for them. So I have to do it this way. So they stay around. And that comes from my fear of abandonment. That comes from my fear that everyone's going to leave me. That comes from this low self-worth that I've struggled with for my entire life. That if I don't do what they want me to do, or if I don't do what they're doing, then they're not going to be around or they're going to leave me. And I have to stop taking action out of that fear because that's also a crutch. That taking action to prevent something from happening that's going to make me uncomfortable is a crutch. And that's that's the one that's the thing. That's the escape. It's what action are you taking to avoid yourself from being uncomfortable when it does not serve you. We all do it. You know, everyone has a different crutch. I happen to have a lot. So I've done it even like with money. Like when I'm feeling unfulfilled or when I'm feeling less than or even when I'm having money troubles this is more related to my past, I would buy something. It was like to, I don't know. I don't even know what I was doing. Like I can't even (laughs) comprehend that, but it doesn't really make sense. Like crutches and escapes, they exist for a reason, but they also don't make sense because they cause more suffering. They cause more of what you were trying to avoid, which is that uncomfortability. So I would buy a bunch of shit and then get myself more in debt. And then I'd be uncomfortable from being in debt, you know, like that. But I did it. And even with food. So food has always been something that I struggled with. And me and my mom were talking about it the other day. She was like, oh, I did like, you know, I would I would do really good. And then all of a sudden I would reward myself for doing so good. Like, oh, I ate really clean. Let me eat a whole bag of chips. And I was like, yeah, okay. So congratulations. You did so great. Let's self-sabotage ourselves again. And that's really what it's like. It's really what it is. And then when you continue taking those self-sabotaging actions, 
It just instills in your subconscious that you are undeserving of a good life. Like anything that you'll do will always be two steps forward, three steps back, because that's the action that you take. And that's a choice. And when you stop restricting yourself and when you allow yourself to do things that are in alignment with, that's where the magic happens. But I don't feel like me stopping drinking is restricting myself from drinking. I feel this is an action that I need to take for me in order to sit with my uncomfortable feelings without feeling like I need to escape them. And I've realized that I made the right decision because this week I, you know, I think it was it was Friday, Thursday or Friday, both days probably. Um, I have one truly sitting in my fridge, and I'm like I think I'm gonna throw it out, but I don't I don't know what I'm doing. It's sitting there. I felt like really not. Ha- I was very stressed out on Thursday and Friday from work, and I was like, why don't I just have a beer? Like why don't I just drink it? Like it's not a big deal, you know. Like I don't have a drinking problem. Like whatever. Why don't I just drink it? And I'm like, me thinking that is part of the problem because why was I going to get, why was I trying to drink that beer? Because I wanted to escape the uncomfortable feelings that I was feeling from being stressed out from work. So instead of investigating internally, why am I stressed out from work? What is going on within my day that makes me feel like I need to grab something to escape it? What's going on there? That's where the answers lie, not in something outside of me, like having a beer. Because what is that going to do? Number one, I know I'm not going to feel good about myself because I made this decision. You know, I really, straight and clear, I wrote down a, a sober date in my journal, 1024. Um, but I was like, didn't want to restrict myself. I didn't want to feel like the rest of my life I can't drink. So I said, I'm going to do it for at least 30 days because I think that it will help me like give it will give me some clarity and I don't know how long this is gonna you know I don't know at least 30 days like I'm not gonna drink and me contemplating drinking just because I had some like hard moments during my day and you know I didn't even like if I look back at it I think I was like over over projecting how hard my day was you know when you can like make yourself feel like catastrophize what's going on like, oh, I had such a terrible day. But, like, did you have a terrible day? Like, I feel a lot of the times I will do that. Like, oh, today was so stressful. But, like, maybe I had, like, three parts of my day that, like, felt a little stressful. But then it was fine. And I think that that's another way to escape by, like, catastrophizing everything. Even though, like, you know, my truth is it really wasn't that hard of a day. I just had a few hard moments. But, you know, I figured everything out. Or I didn't figure everything out, but it really isn't trusting me out anymore. But I feel like I need to go grab this drink anyway. Like, it doesn't make sense. So I'm realizing that every time I reach for an escape, I'm creating way more issues. And I don't want to do that. Because I kept running away from my life, even with grief and like feelings from my dad. I always felt guilty for feeling what I was feeling. But I can't because you feel... The way you feel for a reason. And grief is really complicated. I've been living with it my whole life. And of course I wanted to escape it when I was younger. But I can't escape it now. There's some times where I feel like I am trying to escape it by not talking about it. Or by like shutting out my feelings. Or like holding back tears. You know like holding back your emotions is an escape. Because you're escaping from the actual emotion. So I've been really investigating where do I escape my emotions 
And where do I look to something outside of myself? And I think that's one of the most important questions I can ask because then I can see like what am, what's going on underneath the surface that needs to be healed or needs to be looked into more. Or where do I need to send love to myself? Where am I still hurting that I haven't allowed myself to, you know, hurt? And what am I reaching for that's outside of me when I need to go in and I need to feel whatever's going on and realize that I'm the one who can deal with these things, not by grabbing a drink, not by shopping, not by grabbing food or eating a whole bag of chips. You know, there's so many things outside of us that we do, but it's really time to look within and see where can I heal myself here? And where can I stop escaping? Because every time you choose an escape, you just keep yourself imprisoned even longer. That I know because I've imprisoned myself in so many ways. And I'm just realizing now that once I stop reaching for these crutches, stop reaching for these escapes, I'm finally free. I'm free to feel what's coming up. I'm free to be me. I'm free to be aligned in my true self and my true being and just free to be who I'm meant to be. So looking at the escapes and taking action in not using those escapes when the hard things are coming up has been very important for me. And that's what I'm focusing on right now. This is something I think that is really going to transform things because every time I've cut out an escape in my life, I've reached a whole different level. It happened when I flushed the Adderall down the drain. I remember being so scared, but feeling so free in that moment. And it was a choice every day to not call my doctor and get another prescription. But I made that choice every day. And now that's not even possible. I doubt that doctor's even alive because he was like super old but it's not even something I have to think about on a daily basis anymore because every time you choose you instead of the escape you really choose a new way of life and a new way of being that's in service of your highest self and in alignment with what you want in your future and your dreams and your visions like I definitely know that this is in alignment because I feel better already. Like I ran for a run yesterday and today when I haven't been running in weeks. Or I don't know. Has it been weeks? I don't remember. But, you know, like I'm taking these actions again that feel right for me. And it's just like I f- the energy is feeling so much better. I don't wake up feeling hungover. Like every like Friday or Saturday, like I've definitely woke up at at least one day, like not feeling my best. I don't feel like hangover per se, but I had drinking the night before and I wasn't feeling great and I didn't have the energy. So there's like a lot of things that are coming out of this already. And it's only been nine days. So I'm definitely seeing how not using these escapes or seeing what I use as an escape and taking action to counteract that desire to use an escape has been so monumental in my life, in my experience, and I wanted to share it with you guys. So before we head into our mindfulness moment, I wanted to read a card that I just pulled. Break the chain. You are being called to heal your family line or free yourself from living the life of your ancestors. 
This can mean letting go of an old pattern of your maternal or paternal line. Healing trauma from the past that is not even yours or observing old ways of being that no longer serve you. We carry emotional trauma in our luminous field for up to seven generations back. This is why family patterns can be the hardest to break. Often they are not even ours to begin with. But we do not know another way of being, and so we continue playing out the drama. The thing to notice when ancestral healing comes up is that you cannot heal another person, but your own healing can cause another person to choose to heal. Energy is freed up. You are being guided now to look at your life and decide how you want it to be. What ways of being or patterns are you ready to be free from? What part of your future do you want to rewrite? Now is the time to shake them off and dream of new future into being. Wow. (laughs) That is so on point, of course, with what I've been speaking about. And I think it's really important to just look into your patterns and see what's no longer serving you. Like the card said, a lot of them are just things that we've been carrying from our ancestors or from when we grew up in those ages from zero to seven and what was imprinted onto us. So what a beautiful card. So perfect for this. And now for a mindfulness moment, if you want to sit up in your chair a little bit, if it's available to you, you can close down your eyes. And just watch your breath. Watch as it goes in and out. Noticing how it feels. Is it moving freely throughout your body or is there any places within it that it feels a little stuck? Just noticing. I want to just open the space up to notice if there's any place in your life that you use an escape. Is there anything that you run to outside of you when you're feeling uncomfortable? Is it a substance, which can be a drink, food, sugar, bread? Is it a person? Do you constantly feel like you need to fill up your space with someone else in order to hide from the things that come up when you're alone? Do you escape through certain patterns like spending money or using the internet. Maybe these resonate with you or are true for you. Maybe they're not. Maybe there's something else that you use. Maybe you don't use any escape. And if that's the case, that's awesome. Good for you. There's definitely a lot of places in my own life that I use escapes. And I think pinpointing what specific escapes are there and why I'm using them. What am I running from? It's been very important. Just notice it. Maybe you want to write them down or just be mindful next time an uncomfortable feeling comes up of what action you think of taking next and observing it. Maybe there's something that needs to be healed. Realizing that any pattern that you've come up with probably 
wasn't yours and it's been something that's just been instilled with you, maybe you saw a parent do it, your caregiver do it. But it is your choice now to not use escapes as much and to see where you have power in the situation instead of running from it or running to an escape. This can be just a quiet moment of reflection or like I said, a journal prompt or entry, just writing down, where do I escape? And seeing what comes up. And realizing that you are so much more than the escape mechanisms that you've come up with. You don't have to feel guilty for using them. But also know that a lot of the times they are not serving you any longer. Maybe they served you at one point and now they're not working anymore. Just being observant. That's all you need to do is observe and see how this fits into our own life. And if you want to join me, two deep cleansing breaths, breathing in the nose and out through the mouth. Breathing in and breathing out. One more time, deep breath in and sigh it out. I want to thank you so much for joining me on this episode. I hope that it has served you well because this has been a very transformative experience in my own life. Um, If you're looking to connect more with me, I'm going to be creating a lot more material in the coming future. So let's connect. My Instagram is at Erin Panzarella. You can find the spelling in the podcast description. Um, I also have included all the links to my Instagram, my Facebook, my website, which has a lot of my blog posts. And like I said, we're coming up with new material in the next coming months. So I would definitely jump on board and connect with me. And if you know anyone could benefit from this message in the podcast, I invite you to share it with them. If it really resonated with you, I hope that you'll leave a five-star rating and a review. That's very helpful for a new podcast. And I thank you so much for the support. I'll catch you on the next one. 